Okay, good morning. This is Richard Shu, host of Shu Untied. Today, I'm very pleased and honored to have with me my guest, a David Katz, who's a partner at Wachtell Lipton. A David, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. So, David, let me start by asking you a little bit about um, you know how you became an M&A lawyer, how you start your career started at uh, Wachtell. Uh, I've been very fortunate in that I've uh, worked at Wachtell my entire career. Uh, I knew when I went to uh, undergraduate at Brandeis University, I decided I, I wanted to be a lawyer, but I didn't know what type. Uh, I then went to New York University Law School, and uh, while I was there, my first semester, uh, I started working at what was then Arthur Young in their legal department, uh, and I was very interested in contracts and uh, got a little bit of exposure to litigation, which I found less interesting. So I was pretty sure I wanted to do corporate work, and I got a chance to interview for a summer associate position at Wachtell uh, for my second summer, and uh, the rest is history. I sort of started there and never left. Hmm. Well, tell me a little bit about, obviously you've had a very successful career there. Tell me maybe just uh, two or three highlights in terms of, you know, deals that you've worked on or, you know, how would you, what are sort of the two or three things that stand out in your career as you look back? Uh, I've worked on a number of very exciting transactions over the years. Um, you know, when I first started, it was 1987, which was sort of the height of that um, M&A boom at that point in time. You had... Um, the Newmont Mining transaction, which I worked on uh, while I was a third-year student. He had lots of other M&A activities happening. But I guess if I were to pick two or three highlights, one would be certainly the um, air gas takeover defense against air products uh, several years ago. Ultimately, air gas was sold several years later uh, for the shareholders getting quite a bit more value uh, to Air Liquide. Um, we worked on that as well, but the, the takeover defense, which lasted almost a full year, was quite exciting and, and very, very interesting. Uh, yeah, the other transactions I've done, uh, a lot of them stand out, but I guess if I was to pick one, one more, it would be the uh, one of the early deals I did for Cardinal Health. Uh, Cardinal Health was doing a lot of acquisitions uh, in the late 90s, uh, and um, these were uh, very important transactions to Cardinal, although in the scheme of things they weren't largest transactions, but Cardinal acquired a company called uh, Pixis, which made uh, medical uh, machines uh, that dispensed uh, pharmaceuticals, and it was just a very interesting transaction in that um, Cardinal really wanted to acquire Pixis. Uh, Pixis thought it wanted to be sold, but wasn't really sure. And there were a lot of back and forth. And ultimately, uh, you know, the, I negotiated the final purchase price uh, in order to, to try to seal the deal. And uh, it, it worked out well. And I actually came in at a lower value than the CEO had authorized me to negotiate, which was um, a very nice outcome for Cardinal. The third transaction would be the uh, defense of uh, uh, Gucci when 
PPR came in uh, and bought a stake when Gucci was facing a hostile takeover bid from the LVMH. That was a European transaction. Uh, I spent a number of months in France and Holland, um, including in the Enterprise Chamber. Co-counsel was uh, Scott Simpson at, at uh, SCAD, and he was actually representing Gucci. I was representing PPR. Uh, and there were just a lot of twists and turns, uh, and ultimately PPR was very successful in acquiring Gucci. And later on, several years later, it bought the rest of uh, Gucci because it made an initial 40% investment that stopped LVMH. Well, it sounds like you've worked in a, a variety of different industries. Do you have a particular industry that you know you sort of like or enjoy more than the others? I don't think so. I think that one of the great things about practicing at Wachtell is that I can be a generalist. Any transaction I work on, I really want to understand the industry. I want to understand what makes it tick, what the analysts are interested in, what shareholders are ultimately interested in, and how the company operates. But one of the things that keeps my job interesting is I get exposure to new companies in different industries. Mm. Historically, I've done a lot of work in the uh, energy space, but that's more happenstance than anything else. I've also done a lot of mining work uh, for both coal companies, coal companies, and a variety of other uh, resource industries. But I've also done pharmaceutical work, luxury brands, uh, industrial work, um, a variety of, di- of different things, service companies. It's all it's all interesting and. Each company is different and unique, and that's what keeps it interesting every day. Now, what is it you think about the M&A legal work that makes it so interesting for you? I mean, what do you personally really enjoy about that? Is it, you know, is it the complexity of it? Is it the, the, the deal intensity? What would you say about that? It's a variety of things. I mean, uh, any good M&A lawyer, you know, maybe 50% of it's law or less. Um, a lot of it's negotiating, strategy, accounting. There's a lot of psychology in there as well. Um, And I just like the different aspects. The the complexity is important, but also getting to weigh in on the business side on a lot of issues I I find very, very interesting. Um, You know, the great thing about M&A law is that it's not really limited to the law. You've got to think about the variety of different aspects and understand the variety of different aspects in order to be successful. Now, you obviously have had a very successful career. What kind of advice do you give to younger lawyers who are starting their careers or want to become M&A lawyers? Before you come to the firm, I think it's important to think and understand that there's a very practical aspect of M&A law, which is you have to understand the business side of it as well. Um, so to the extent you can take an accounting course um, or business, uh, you know, courses in the business school or something like that, I think that that can be very helpful to uh, an MA lawyer in their career. But I think when, once you join a firm, you want to work on as many transactions as you possibly can, and you want to be as involved in the negotiations, even if you're a fly on the wall and just sitting there listening to things. But being a part of that, learning about it, a lot of it is just experience, and different people have different approaches, and you have to decide what approach works best for you. Now, obviously, you spent your whole career at um, Wachtell. Did you ever think about uh, doing anything else during that time? Ever thought about being in-house or going to be an investment bank or doing anything else like that? 
Uh, never thought about being an investment banker. Uh, it, it, that type of work is interesting, but I think you spend a lot of time with your sales hat on. And one of the things I like about Wachtell especially, but what I do generally is, um, you know, it's just as important to know when not to do a deal as when to do a deal. Uh, and I think that the relationship with the client is really important as far as that goes. In-house, I, I thought about it from time to time. I'd been approached on several occasions, but um, it would have to be a very exciting opportunity that really allowed me to continue to have the, the latitude that I have in my current practice. And I'm very fortunate I get to pick the deals that I work on. We Wachtell generally turns down uh, as much business as we take on. Uh, and I think that that's an important aspect to be able to pick your clients and pick the work that you do. Does M&A ever get old, or is it just as exciting as your first deal that you worked on as a first-year associate? Uh, it doesn't get old. Um, you know, we get old, but uh, <laughs> and so maybe sometimes we're less patient. Sometimes we are, you know, um, have shorter tempers, but... Um, I think it's just as exciting. I think that um, the, the different industries really go a long way towards making it work um, and the different types of practice. You know, uh, you, you do get frustrated when clients don't listen to you, but you have to remember every day you're in a service industry and, uh, you know, you can sometimes tell a client what's going to happen if they don't follow the advice and sometimes you're going to have to watch that happen. Um, Fortunately, most clients do follow the advice that they're paying for, but occasionally it, it happens the other way. I don't, I don't think it gets old. I will tell you the intensity is still there, and the best career advice I can give to somebody is if you're not prepared for the intensity, it's going to stay intense throughout your career, and once you can no longer sort of keep that level of intensity up, it's time to move on. Well, David, I know you're a young man. What about your future? Do you see yourself doing anything else in the future, or are you just going to keep doing what you really enjoy doing in this M&A work? I see myself continuing to do what I'm doing. I mean, I, I'm at a great firm. Um, I, you know, continue to teach. I continue to be involved at um, NYU on, on the board of the university as well as uh, the board of the law school. I, I want to have a say in, in, in the next generation of, of students and lawyers. But I think that, uh, you know, we'll see what the future brings. Um, nothing's ever foreclosed. I'm not smart enough to know what, what's, what's going to come next. But um, I'm always sort of open. But if you ask me what I'd be doing in 10 years, I think it's probably be what I'm doing today. Well, David, it's been a fascinating conversation. I really appreciate your taking the time. If you do decide to do something else, you have to come back and tell me about it. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate the, the chance to share some thoughts. This is Richard Shu and David Katz. Thanks. Thanks.